I'd been meaning to put up our interviews and all these other special talks uh, about catch wrestling up on some sort of uh, podcast platform, and I'd actually been looking around, and um, now I think Anchor.fm is uh, probably one of the best bets for you. Uh, you the inter- user interface has actually gotten much better. Um, it's free. They also have all these different tools, that, which I think work much better than they used to, uh, to edit and everything, so you can uh, put up a nice podcast, which we'll get more into later, so hopefully everything gets smoother later on. Um, also, they distribute your podcast for you, so it shows up on Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, everything like that, and you can also get sponsorships. So uh, go ahead and check it out. Hey everyone, so just wanted to uh, kind of touch base here because um, most people, or at least most of our country is in quarantine not, um, and also like the Europe as well. So, um, you know, we have a lot of friends over there, um, but so I know a lot of you guys are having to stay in. So just want to be more accessible for everybody. So um, go ahead and feel free to ask questions at any time. We'll try to answer them. So uh, with that being said, so let's go ahead and answer the first question that we got. So this can be more of something we can kind of talk about. I try to get some people's opinions on. Um, and that is, like, how long does it take to be a catch wrestler? I, I, so in my opinion, uh, or at least what I've seen online, you know, some people try to make it seem like um, it's really quick and easy. Um, but that is definitely not a really good a uh, way to look at it. It, it. It's sure we have a lot of different techniques, or even like like say with regards to the uh, the submission aspect of catch wrestling, you can quickly break down things to its like quintessential form. So it's like say maybe in catch wrestling, yeah, we have uh, variations of uh, like face locks or uh, cross faces, right? So neck cranks. So all of these like face locks, cross faces, stuff like that. Uh, even full Nelson stuff, that all can be brought into like one category, right? So the neck cranks, right? But then we have uh, different variations of arm locks, and I think all of those can be um, kind of like broken down and, and kind of categorized as one thing, so like double wrist lock, right? And then also a lot of the, the leg lock stuff, um, a lot of it can be seen as variations of a regular toe hold, right? So we have kind of like this push and pull aspect, uh, from uh, from the foot, from the ankle area. So whether it be a heel hook or a regular toe hold where you have your arms in that, uh, that figure four position, uh, it's really just variations of that. But with that being said, I mean, you can't really uh, think that you can learn catch wrestling in just like a weekend or, um, you know, just in a few weeks or so. So that, that would be my opinion uh, because those like three submissions that I listed, those are kind of like the, um, like the kind of the three main categories, but there's so many more nuances to that, more ways to set it up. And when we talk about setting it up, you set it up with your wrestling. So then that's a whole other aspect of the art of catch wrestling. So you got to be thinking of catch wrestling as like some kind of art, right? Um, so you want to be thinking of it like that, like so. It's really similar to judo or jujitsu, um, like something that is is 
like honed an art that's like that you you have to uh take your time to drill and practice you know like the same thing like like painting or uh any other type of art like dance or um you know making music any anything like that i think that's what you really want to be um taking into consideration with regards to catch wrestling so it's, it's not just some kind of um uh, crazy uh, or like we, it's not just crazy submissions a lot of times it's based off of having real wrestling techniques or a real wrestling foundation and uh, then you can set up a lot of your submissions so like let's go ahead and talk about the the wrestling aspect uh, and yeah, keep on asking your questions too because I, I, I can see them um, let's go ahead and check real quick take um yeah, yeah, and so that's the thing. Um, so the thing is Matt. Um, so thanks for watching, guys. Um, also, but yeah, I, I agree because like it's already been um, it's kind of been percolating right now. Where it's like you'll see some of these high level grapplers uh, mention right that they, they personally aren't wrestlers, and that's kind of one of the things they say. Like I'm not so good at wrestling, but from what I know, um, I think that. Uh, the, the next big thing is going to come out of wrestling. And so with that being said, still, I would believe that catch wrestling itself would still be a little bit separate. So like when people nowadays, or like say, like I mentioned, like the big grapplers, when they mention wrestling, so like that quote unquote wrestling aspect, um, at least in my mind, what they, what the, in my opinion, what they seem to be um, uh, alluding to would be like what we would call amateur wrestling, right? So that's like uh, what we see in freestyle, folk style, um, you know, a lot of these different other styles which are officially wrestling, but it's not necessarily catch wrestling, right? Because we have both the, the, the submission mixed in with the wrestling. That, that's kind of the main difference where... Um, you know we don't we we shouldn't and I, I think we i mean we don't have the point system but we also um should never add that i think because then again that that changes the game but anyway let's go back to the main point so yeah a lot of big time grapplers um have been saying for a while now that wrestling is going to have or like some some like the next big thing is going to come out of wrestling but in my opinion it would be like yes that's that's probable because we were kind of seeing that where it's like guys who are good at amateur wrestling um they're doing really well like especially like they're doing really well in adcc right but um truly if someone were you know really well versed in catch wrestling where it's we have that like that perfect blend of the wrestling and the the submission then i think that's the real key there right so uh, basically, we just need to keep keep it up. Keep so like if you guys have any questions, or you can, uh, especially now that everyone's in quarantine, right? So uh, you know, just if like just go ahead and ask away. We can try to make some uh, special videos for uh, like with regards to techniques, or, or when you guys are stuck with anything. Um, let me see. Uh, legit catch wrestlers. Uh, some. Well, I mean, we're, we're, we've been working a lot with Anthony Pacek out in, he, he is in Iowa. That's where you're, where you're nearby. Sorry, I didn't get to catch your name. It kind of faded away. 
whoever asked about that. So like Iowa in particular, we got Anthony Pacek, who's who's been working really hard with us, um, really to improve the the authentic catch wrestling aspect to his grappling game. And he's also had a few uh, pro grappling matches. Uh, fortunately, yeah, it's like nothing's going on nowadays, at least for probably for the next few months, right? Um, yeah, Ian Ian Jones is a really great guy. Thanks for bringing that up, Greg. Um, so, uh, yeah, but again, Ian Jones is not in the Midwest. He's out in England. Um, so, but yeah, if anybody's up by his way, you know, go ahead and check him out. Go train with him. Um, uh, so I don't know anybody in Wisconsin or Illinois. So we got to try to, that's why we need you guys to uh, kind of train and learn some of the fundamentals. And at least you guys can start doing some kind of uh, almost like a, like your own, at least your own training group. That's the thing. No, nothing in, in Hawaii. <laughs> Sorry about that. As I mean, you were, I mean, I'm in Los Angeles. It's really easy to go out to Hawaii. So uh, like, have me out that'd be great uh, actually my sister lives in hawaii already so um, i have a place to stay uh, so let me see any other questions yeah catch wrestling does have a rich history and that, that was the thing like um uh, i think even back in those early days like in the 1800s and early 1900s i mean people were still um you know like thrill seekers so people would still travel to like go have a match against like some of the best guys in the world. So yeah, there was uh, some of that intermixing between the Japanese and the British um, a long time ago. So yeah, there was, um, according to my understanding, yeah, it was very early catch wrestling, uh, still um, emphasized the pin, but you know, they, they integrated more of the submissions after their matches against um, other styles, especially like with, against the Japanese. Um, so yeah, and also too, that's the thing, like, um, there was always martial arts and all martial arts competitions, um, even back in the early, like all throughout human history, really. So say if you want to go back to, uh, the United States history, um, people often mention, uh, having like different wrestling matches. Yeah. So even, um, uh, there were varied rules matches and there was actually a lot of different styles. And some styles that really don't exist nowadays um, that have kind of faded from history or maybe been absorbed a little bit into the more dominant styles like catch wrestling. Um, yeah, so, so there were a wide variety of rules. So then that's why later they had to kind of um, develop a, a system that, or a system of rules that were actually very simple, uh, you know, pinner submission, uh, no time limit. And that's what later on, like say Frank Gotch, um, called the code of catch wrestling. So um, he was doing a lot of different grappling matches uh, before he met Farmer Burns. And then after uh, Burns kind of taught him the code, that's what, that's what they ended up calling it. But um, those, those are like the main rules that uh, were obliged or like were obeyed for professional catch wrestling. All right, so... Um, yeah, so I, I, going back to one of our original uh, points, was like, I agree that there are, um, or like the next big thing is going to be coming out of catch wrestling in particular. Um, I do believe that uh, just regular wrestling or amateur wrestling um, just isn't well-rounded enough. So we're, so we're, we're um, 
seeing that like Pat Downey do well or um, um, but yeah still I mean he's cl he's claimed that he twisted his ankle or something that's why he submitted to that power half or whatever um, um, but I think that kind of goes with my point so it's not just him but we also have Ed Ruth um, uh, competing in Nogi Worlds and I don't think he even placed um, so it's like we got to get um, people to like like wrestlers or whatever like uh, more well-rounded let's try to see if we can get your some more of your comments here uh, really the so Frankie was the best book to see all the catch wrestling submissions really it is um, uh, a, kind of like what I mentioned right at the beginning where it's like you got to break down the the each submission into a certain category so you have to understand the principle so say like in for uh, for kind of like for a double wrist lock and for a toe hold you're gonna see this type of push-pull action now now I kind of wish I had someone with me right now but um, uh, so you can see like imagine so double wrist locks so you have the wrist right and then you'll you have your arm around their elbow and then you grab your own wrist as well right so you truly you're good you're having kind of like with this arm you're, you're pulling the, the person in and with this with your hands you're pushing away same idea with the toe hold and you can so then if you take that principle it's really the same idea when you're going for a heel hook right so you're gonna have the person's foot here right you're gonna have the the heel so quite often you know you'll see like you get like the little more narrow part of the bone under the ankle area and and truly so when you got the foot here you you still want to be kind of going like bringing your shoulders down right so you're getting the shoulders down that's kind of doing the push action of the of this kind of double wrist lock a figure four hold right and then as as you do like the heel hook motion on the foot it's kind of the pull, right? So it's like the push, pull. It's always, it's always going to be there, right? So you want to be thinking in those lines or that that way. So like thinking of the principles, and then when you find yourself in like a wide variety of uh, wrestling positions, you'll be able to pull off these uh, like crazy looking submissions that maybe you've seen in like some of our old uh, black and white photos from the early 1900s. Um, and yeah, actually, someone mentioned about how to become or how to work with us a little bit more. Um, yeah, so go ahead and let me know what your thoughts are, because what, what I did was I made um, two fundamentals courses. So one is like stand up uh, techniques and then the other one is uh, ground fundamentals. And so we put that up on um, on a Thinkific website where you what I'd want want to know is that you go through all, all the different lessons and then you give me a video of of you doing it just so I can see that you you understand it and um, and then you could be like affiliated with us um, so let me know if that kind of works for you because basically we don't how I, how I just started this video where it's like we're talking about uh, it, can you learn catch wrestling quickly uh, I, I don't think you can really learn it quickly I think you do have to go through um, uh, like you know learning a lot of the fundamental a lot of the wrestling fundamentals plus 
how to mix them with the submissions and plus like the submission fundamentals, right? So um, let us know how we can kind of better work with you so that you can work with us. Because yeah, a lot of you guys are asking that. So uh, I thought maybe the 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 e-courses were going to be easy. A few people did sign up and a few people did complete that. Um, and maybe we can, what I'll try to do is uh, try to get like their locations and put those out for you so you guys can at least maybe try to work for that um oh thanks for uh, thanks johan for um uh checking our channel out and liking our channel um yeah we really do this for the love of the actual sport you know we're trying to keep real wrestling alive um so yeah but let us know like how we can better work together uh, especially now that we're all in quarantine here, so uh, now is the time we can kind of chat and um, uh, like try to find solutions together because uh, we have a great sport here and um, we know that um, there is uh, like there is a way to really like have the next big thing come out of catch wrestling. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. BJJ hardly invented it, right? So yeah, it's only it hasn't been around that like jujitsu hasn't been around as long, or Brazilian jujitsu, right? Um, yeah, yeah. If you're also in the Carolina area, um, you definitely want to check out uh, John Strickland in South Carolina. Um, uh, uh, yeah, the the chokes and stuff you can actually find. Uh, in a lot of the old catch wrestling books, you'll you'll find pictures of uh, them demonstrating chokes. Um, a lot of times, um, what you know, if you if you read the actual text though, they'll they'll mention that yes, this is considered a little bit more for self defense and not um, part of professional catch wrestling. Um, so that's that's uh, part of that. So like a lot of these books were. Kind of more well-rounded. I mean, you'll find some that even have like uh, techniques against guns or knives and stuff like that. So, um, it, catch wrestling itself, like the fundamentals, are always considered like something that you can do for self-defense as well. Um, yeah, if you guys are still um, interested, yeah, 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 definitely. Like, uh, if you guys are still interested in trying to work together, yeah, just maybe. Um, like send us an email or yeah, can, or I'll still look through the comments and stuff uh, or just try to find a way to get in touch. Uh, you can also email through our website. Uh, you can, I, I believe at the bottom, there's like a, an email thing that you, you can send us a message directly. Um, yeah, yeah, Boston Crab. I mean, that's like these things, <laughs> these things that have like a legitimate uh, like foundation, right? So, um, uh, you can. That's why you, you do see them occasionally happen in MMA, and I think the reason why it only occasionally happens is because a lot of people think it's fake, right? So they don't ever try for it, right? So um, jujitsu is just dominated so much in the the ground grappling game, so a lot of people um, think that yeah, you can't do a lot of these things that are considered just pro like pro wrestling stuff. Um, but you got to remember that a lot of the pro wrestling stuff came from legitimate catch wrestling moves that are, like I said, legitimate, right? So um, that's the thing. I mean, we have like a long, rich history that has just been so distorted um, over the decades, right? And so then what you'll have is like 
a, a bunch of different things happened. Not only uh, did World War One kind of distort a lot of things, where it's like it, it a lot of people just had to focus on that, right? Because uh, it was a major uh, thing that happened to our country. Um, uh, so uh, beyond that, though, the Olympics, the they started the modern Olympics again, and uh, am, what was called amateur catches catch can uh, was one of the two styles of wrestling that were added there but uh, right away they uh, banned the submissions and then added more and more and more rules changed the name from amateur catches catch can to freestyle and that's what you have today with freestyle um so you have a lot of people who want to learn or at least want to compete in the olympics so uh, i think that was a major blow for catch wrestling where it's like they'll they'll wrestle and practice um any rules that will get them that chance to win that Olympic gold medal, which is, uh, you know, it's wonderful. It, it just, it's a wonderful achievement just in itself, but it hurt us. <laughs> so, um, and it continues to hurt us really because um, like uh, for, for a few years in a row, I would go to the, the NCAA wrestling finals, right? Different parts of the, of the country. And, uh, these venues were packed, right, for the NCAA wrestling final. So this was this is folk style wrestling. Uh, so if anybody's watching from uh, internationally, um, so our, our wrestling is a little bit different. Um, it looks really similar to, um, very similar to freestyle, but you'll see us go into what's called referee's position a lot. So we'll be a little bit more on hands and knees. Um, so that, that's kind of the main difference, and and it resembles catch wrestling a little bit more than freestyle does because there's no uh there's no um like you know that parterre stuff where you're just lying flat trying to keep someone from picking you up and roll you over uh but yeah a lot of these people um they either didn't know or they never heard of catch wrestling um and when you so it would, they have this whole thing where you, you kind of have to introduce it to them right and then uh, when when you do the introduction and then they're interested and they think it's cool and all, but then um, they're there for the the folk style stuff. So uh, then and and because folk style it, it folk style today is a lot different from like back in the 1930s. That you can still like back then uh, you could still get that figure four position. You know, try to get like that double wrist lock, throw someone over onto their back. Uh, a lot of these things. Uh, are much different today the they have the whole stalling rule so i think that kind of uh takes away a little bit of that whole wrestling aspect where it's like yeah if you do get uh thrown underneath you know you still have the chance to fight up to get out um a lot of these things are you know just shortened and shortened with the time limit um so that kind of distorts the whole idea of, of wrestling so uh, that's why or that's another reason why i believe that um, the catch wrestling still has that edge because you, we're still cognizant of of the submissions, right? Like they, some that would get thrown at you uh, if you compete in jujitsu, but then you're still um, like you don't have that, like you don't have the ref to save you. You don't have these rules that uh, could potentially save you, right? Say like stalling or, or different things like that, where uh, potentially uh, a ref can re stand you up.
um, or you, yeah. So, it, in that, and again, in that way, it makes catch wrestling seem uh, still kind of a little bit more closer to a real self-defense style as well. So, I've always thought that catch wrestling was a really good base for martial arts. Uh, if you, if you want to know what, I, like the kickboxing style that I think is also a really good base that people will disagree with me about. And I think um, uh, uh, Chinese kickboxing is also a really good fundamental base for self-defense because it has a wrestling, it has, it has a lot of takedowns, right? So uh, that's, that's why I think it's a good foundational style. Let me see. Who missed a chance to train with Billy Robinson? <laughs> I guess everyone here didn't train, train with him before he passed away, right? Um, yeah, he's a great guy, actually. Speaking of Billy Robinson, oh, you can't see. Might as well show you this. Let's see. Here I am with Billy uh, many years ago. The Meteor Man. All right. Well, sorry you missed your chance. Yeah, he was a, he was a really great guy. I ended up uh, going to visit him in his home uh, in Little Rock, Arkansas. Uh, before he passed away, so I tra I trained with him privately, and uh, uh, yeah, we can talk about that if you guys want. Um, he, um, you know, he even cooked some a special uh, French onion soup for me because um, he says he he knows how to cook it the best. So um, yeah, he's he's a great guy, and I can't say enough good things about him. And uh, you know, I spent a lot of uh, quality time uh, talking with him. Uh, you know, privately and stuff, so um, he'll always be in my heart. Oh, let's actually make sure that his picture is here. So says Elizabeth talking about him, and he influenced a lot of my good friends too, like Osamu Matsunami and in Kyoto, Japan. Um, uh, yeah, so oh, let me see what are these. Oh, the, what's the name of the Chinese kickboxing? It's called Sanda or Sancho. If you guys watch, um, one championship, the, those MMA fights, uh, more and more people who actually are winning the, their divisions, right? So winning the championships in their different weight divisions from the men and women um, are coming from Sanda backgrounds, right? So their whole thing is kick, punch, and takedown, right? So no, it doesn't have jackets. Uh, they don't wear jackets. Um, um, and so, but yeah, so it's kind of similar to Muay Thai, but uh, they're not really going to, um, yeah, yeah, it does, okay, so I'll, I'll answer that question right now, but um, let me see. Um, yeah, so it's like Muay Thai with takedown, with a lot more wrestling aspects. Would I consider 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu a BJJ form or catch wrestling? I do it and catch as catch can, I think there's, uh, some catch wrestling. Yes, there is some catch wrestling origins into it. I mean, that's the whole idea where um, Eddie Bravo took the the wrestling techn technique, the wrestling pin, right? The 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 guillotine that we call guillotine, um, and he made a whole system. He renamed it the Twister, and um, he he just skyrocketed, <laughs> trying to blend some of the some of the like folk style that he learned. And blend it with some of the jujitsu that he en ended up learning, and then also he didn't really want to um, emphasize the, the or like they did not emphasize, but I mean he just 
he said if you guys are going to be fighting like doing MMA and all that it's like you're not going to be wearing a gi so let's let's do no gi um, I also uh, work out at a 10th Planet gym here at 10th Planet West LA um, and I personally really like the attitude I've been to different uh, jujitsu schools and um, you know from really some really famous ones and I don't know if you guys are a fan of my channel is also at a Cabrinha uh, place for 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 a few years um, but I personally really like the the whole mindset of 10th planet um, I, I wouldn't agree that it's actually catch wrestling but it's it's one of the closer jujitsu styles to catch wrestling I mean you're still gonna have a lot of stuff on your back that you wouldn't do in catch wrestling um, but I really liked or I still really like the attitude I mean I still train there so um, uh, like they're much more open to say like a lot of the catch wrestling techniques a lot of times they're not they're not going to be complaining at least in my experience they're not complaining about some of the a little more painful stuff um um that, that catch wrestling does a lot of times they they think like oh well this kind of hurts so i gotta i want to try to find a way to counter this like using their jujitsu frame of reference right um so that's that being said yeah i really enjoy it um, I also teach at an MMA school here in Los Angeles um, called Fight Science MMA, and so they seem to like their their main emphasis is MMA. So, um, like they 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 really love catch wrestling as well because I mean a lot of our stuff is legal in MMA, um, so they're they're all about that. So as opposed to maybe just doing a traditional uh, like jujitsu style, right? Yeah, I hope Billy Robinson liked me. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no, he was an awesome guy, and like he treated me very well. Um, yeah, I was really uh, uh, lucky to spend the, that much time, and a lot of the private conversations we had uh, really um, influenced my coaching as well. Yeah, yeah, still really. <laughs> yeah, he was still the the. Someone commented uh, he was still dangerous in those older days too. Yeah, like I remember uh, he would harpoon me with his cane uh, when I was uh, when we were training in in Arkansas, right? So he he would really focus on uh, like having me roll like with uh, an opponent. So he arranged opponents for me to train with, and then um, he would actually be standing right next to us when we were rolling. And then if I was moving the wrong way, then he would like harpoon me with his cane, so I would uh, do the move right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool, so, um, let me see, some more of your guys' questions. I'll try to scroll down a little bit, see what we got. I'll have to check out that book. Someone asked about Earl Lederman. I'll, I'll see if we can't. So I do have a, a, some of the older books as well. I'll try to look that one up. And then maybe do a different video. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, someone's mentioning the Chinese wrestling. Um, yeah, Chinese wrestling. Um, th there's a little bit of a mix-up of the nomenclature, though. So, uh, China, like... The jacket wrestling they do in China, um, it, it for shorthand it's called shuai jiao, right? So, 
Um, but Shui Jiao is, is the name for wrestling in Chinese, in Chinese, in Mandarin. So um, what they do is uh, really similar to judo, but they have a, a short sleeve jacket. Um, but uh, a lot of times you would call that traditional Chinese wrestling. So they, they, they have to mention that style in particular. It could be a Chinese style, so or uh, so traditional Chinese wrestling. But in uh, different areas of China also have their uh, traditional styles. Like uh, last year, if you guys are following my channel, um, I went to Yunnan province in China where they have their own uh, traditional wrestling history and that is uh, really closer to freestyle. I liked it because uh, either you like basically you guys would go shirtless um uh you would wear like a, a belt right and uh, uh you basically go continuously until you pin someone um so that, actually i like that a lot better than free regular freestyle right because you have all these rules and points and stuff so back in yunnan province there's points uh but unfortunately there's no submissions either but you really they focus on pinning um so um I believe there was about a six-minute uh, time limit, but I think like the semifinals and finals, they would let you go until someone wins. Um, yeah, because I think I remember the the early matches because I ended up competing in one of their tournaments, and um, um, yeah, the early ones seemed to like you know well, I pinned I pinned a bunch of people early, and then uh, but I think they had shorter limits, and then they just let you like you know the, when you get to the end, everyone's harder, right? Everyone's better. <laughs> So uh, the, the, I think they would let those go longer. All right, uh, let me see some more of your questions here. So I'll have to check my, because um, I have several different books and even uh, uh, one from Finland. Like as you guys know that uh, there was a, a Finnish wrestler who spent some time uh, wrestling in Canada and Northern United States um, but then went back to train at Wigan and then he ended up helping uh, Billy Riley. So, you know, Billy, Billy Robinson's coach, Billy Riley. Um, so he was one of the uh, kind of training partners of Billy Riley. And uh, Billy Riley uh, really spoke highly of this uh, Finnish wrestler named Vino Ketanen. Um, so um, I do have a, a Finnish wrestling book that I'll... Uh, Maybe we'll try to talk about that one next time. Um, but I'll, I'll look at some of the other ones. I, I've been able to collect quite a few of the, the older ones. All right. So um, do you guys have any other questions? I, I, <laughs> all right. So going back to my original point, yeah, I, I don't think you can learn catch wrestling too quickly. I mean, there's a lot of the, the fundamental wrestling aspects um, uh, that you do need to know. And uh, you have to learn the, the fundamental aspects of the, the submission holds as well. So, but once you learn these principles, then you can, uh, you can be uh, like pretty comfortable regardless of who you're up against. And that's the other thing, the mental aspect, right? You got to kind of believe in your techniques and uh, then try to be calm. Right? Uh, yeah, you have to get on the mat. And roll, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of like get beat up a lot. Um, let me see. What, what are these? What are some of your other questions? Uh, 
Just go scroll around here. Um, there's uh, this one question that uh, I, I just read it, but uh, oh man, where did it go? But thanks for liking my uh, teaching style. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, my teaching style is really like I mentioned Billy Robinson earlier. Um, he told me that uh, I should really focus on uh, teaching the ground stuff first, even before takedowns, um, because if you start teaching someone uh, takedowns from the beginning, and then say maybe they get really good at taking people down, but they don't know what to do once they're on the ground, uh, and then and then if they get reversed or you know, countered or whatever, then um, they're going to feel like they lack confidence, and so then that's going to psychologically uh, get them to uh, not want to go in for a takedown later. So it's really good to get the whole, like the ground stuff in, in wrestling, in catch wrestling, we call it mat wrestling. So uh, you want to really focus on the mat wrestling and uh, first, or, or at least focus on that the most, and then you can go on, the, go on for takedowns. And, um, and I guess that can lead me to another idea where it's like um, uh, the takedown itself, right? Don't necessarily avoid uh, the takedown or getting taken down. That's that's another thing. Um, uh, in catch wrestling, yeah, again, it's not points. So, like, say judo and, and the amateur wrestling stuff. Yeah, you 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 can win right by uh, taking someone down um, over and over. Um, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I was like uh, Kern Jacobs' uh, catch wrestling coach. Um, but anyway, going back to um, the whole takedown thing, right? So I think that's the other thing that kind of changed over the years where um, you, because of all these points and stuff, and you can win just by taking someone down over and over again, then you get people who are like all constantly trying to block uh, your takedown. Right? So um, that's a problem. That's that's not catch wrestling, right? So really, you gotta just go in there. That that'd be the difference, right? So you gotta know that mat wrestling, and then who cares if they take you down? Because a lot of times, like, uh, it's fine, right? If you if your mat wrestling is real good, hey, take me down. Let's 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 get there, right? That's the other thing. Um, unless maybe you're really good at gravets or you know like the front face locks or whatever, then. Um, um, that's uh, another aspect all right that you can kind of uh, consider all right so um yeah thank you for um uh you know even on the comments below or um any of our, any of our social media um and so then we can maybe try to do this more regularly like so um especially since we're all in quarantine right now so i think i'll go ahead and end it here all right so thank you for watching